Welcome to Seize Your Midlife, the podcast exclusively for midlife women. I'm your host, Bree Schumacher. We are going to dive into all the things from health and hormones to beauty and wellness. We'll be asking the question, what's my midlife purpose? And what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We'll also be interviewing women who've taken leaps or made U-turns in midlife. This conversation is going to be engaging, sometimes educational, a little bit funny, and always real. It is my sincere hope that you find your midlife purpose and lead your most fulfilling life. So join us on this journey to seize your midlife. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Seize Your Midlife. I am so excited that you are here today. I am going to be talking today about steps to find your midlife purpose. And the reason why I wanted to talk about it is I feel like that this has been the common question or thing that people have been saying that they are struggling with the most as a woman in midlife. But first, before we get going, I want to just tell you a story about purpose. When I was 25 years old, I was working in corporate America in an international department with my best friend. And every day we'd stare at this map on the wall and we'd say, gosh, I wish we could just move somewhere instead of just talking on the phone with people internationally. And so we decided that that's what we were going to do. We were going to move. We were going to live somewhere else. And I really wanted to go back to Mexico where I had studied in college, but I was like $8,000 in credit card debt and I had a car payment. And so Kim, that's my friend, and another girlfriend of mine decided they were going to move to Mexico and I wasn't going to be able to go. I just couldn't afford it. So I found a job teaching kindergarten in South Korea. And I had a newer boyfriend at the time And he said from advice from his dad, he was going to follow love and take a chance on it. And he followed me to South Korea. Well, 10 months into this chance on love, it failed (laughs) and he dumped me. And if you've ever been to Asia, then you know the apartments are the tiniest little things you've ever seen. And so I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm staying in this little tiny apartment dumped. So I literally packed up all my stuff. I didn't even quit my job. I think I was on a plane in the next like two days back to Wisconsin. And when I got home, I was super jet lagged. I frankly, I was a little bit heartbroken and I was so poor that I had to rent a bed for a dollar a day for my little sister who was 12 at the time because my parents had gotten rid of my room from high school. But I am a very type A person, and so I figured it out pretty quickly. I pulled myself together. I got a job. I got a roommate, a friend from high school, and I moved into a really nice apartment complex that had a pool. And life was going pretty well. And then one morning, no joke, I literally bolted out of bed because I had this incredibly clear idea of what I was supposed to do. I got up and I wrote the idea down in my journal. And it was an idea for a company and what the mission was going to be for that company. 
let me just tell you, I'm not the journaling type. I'm somebody that loves the way a journal looks and feels, and I buy it, and then I write in it for one or two days, and then it goes in my drawer, and then a year later, I buy another one. So you get the point. So the fact that I took the time to write this all down, it meant something. And when I say that it was like an idea, I would say it was so clear that it was almost like a vision. And my idea was to teach kids at a young age Spanish. And that idea became Futura Language Professionals, the company that I created and ran for 19 years, as I talked about in the previous episode. So you can imagine, as now I'm in my mid-40s and I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do next, what's this next chapter going to be for me, what's my midlife purpose, I'm like, okay, God, anytime. Send me the vision. Give me the idea. Hands, waiting for it, waiting for it, and nada. Nothing. No ideas, no visions. Nothing's coming to me. Well, (laughs) I figured out two things in this process. One is that this whole like vision of what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life, that doesn't happen. So the fact that it happened to me once was nothing shy of a miracle, and it certainly wasn't going to happen again. And the other thing I realized in talking to people is how much other women in midlife were asking this same question. So I decided to do what anybody does when they are looking for an answer. I went to Google. So I typed into Google, how do I find my purpose? The truth is I read a lot of articles and I actually did come up with some really thought-provoking questions. I thought about them. I wrote some things down. I contemplated it. What's my purpose in midlife? What am I going to do in this next chapter? What am I supposed to do? Well, here's what I have realized since that time and what has led me to doing this podcast and to creating Caesar Midlife. One, I had to stop asking and you have to stop asking, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? My God, there is a lot of pressure in seeing the rest of your life. That's a long time. I mean, even though our lives are a lot shorter than they were in our 20s, it's still a long time. And it feels like a lot of pressure to make a really good, well, in fact, like a perfect decision. And you know what happens when decisions feel just huge? They become paralyzing. We are paralyzed by the magnanimity of this huge question. And the same thing goes with saying, what's my purpose? I feel like saying, what's my purpose, is like saying, what's the one reason that God put me on this earth? And then I think, my God, no wonder we are not coming up with answers. We are on this earth for a lot of reasons, not just one single reason or one single purpose. So what I kind of figured out and what I wanted to share with you is that I think it's important to reframe both of these questions on this journey. (laughs) So instead of saying, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? We can ask, what am I going to do next? And realizing that the first thing that we try might not be the right thing or the perfect thing, but it might lead us. It probably will lead us closer to the thing that is. And even if the thing that we try ends up being a failure, it really won't be a failure because it is often our failures that lead us to our greatest discoveries. 
And I think so much about that from my time in Korea. Aside from getting dumped there, which I told you, I was actually already struggling with living there, which is an interesting story for another day. But if I had not gone to teach those kids kindergarten, I would have never come up with the idea for my school and for what ended up being a huge life purpose on my journey of life purposes. I think some of the most beautiful parts of my life were born from a dark time. And I imagine that's the case with you too. So as you are on this journey to figure out what you're going to do next, just have a little grace with yourself and know it's not going to be perfect. So I think too, what's my purpose can be shifted to another question as well. So instead we could say, what's my purpose right now? What's my next purpose? Or simply, what do I think could really fill my cup or fuel my soul right now? Because that's really what purpose is, right? Your purpose doesn't have to be a job or starting a company or anything that huge. Your purpose can just be the thing that you love, that brings you joy, or that helps others. Maybe it's volunteering at the Humane Society because you love animals. Maybe it's coordinating things in your company or at your kid's school because it makes you feel good inside and you're good at it. Or maybe it really is the big thing that you've been dreaming of, like starting a new business. Marie Forleo, who you need to look up if you don't know who she is because she's fantastic, she says something that I loved and really resonated with me during this time of me trying to figure out what I was going to do next. And she said, clarity comes from engagement. And I think this is so true. You can Google, you can journal, you can dream, you can wish, you can do all these things. But until you try the thing that you're dreaming about or your idea, you're not going to know if it fits you. You're going to not know if it's your next purpose. So there are three things I'm going to encourage you to do right now. One, get quiet. Our lives are so busy, busy, busy. And so I think it's no wonder that we're struggling with coming up with answers. You need to actually carve out space to let your mind wander. Creativity is born in quiet. So take a longer shower, turn off the radio in the car, go on a walk without your phone, and let the voice come to you. Not the voice of God, but your own voice, because it's your own voice that is going to lead you in the direction of your dreams. Okay, two, make a move. Any move, I don't care what move it is, but your move, your next move, your next action to do something new or different or that you love, even if it's clumsy and even if you feel scared, it will make you feel more alive. I promise you. And it will lead you one step closer to the answers, to the questions that you're asking right now. And third, don't be afraid to ask your family and friends what they think your purpose is or one of your purposes are. I think sometimes we are so close to our greatness that we can't see it. Our special ability or expertise comes so naturally to us that we don't think of it that way. We don't think of it as special. So there's this woman that I know loosely, but mostly through social media. And she has been sharing that she is in a program for the medical field right now and how much she's just been really struggling with it. And in the meantime, she's also sharing this art that she makes that is incredible. 
She obviously has a very clear talent, but it's her baking that is just, I mean, unbelievable. The cookies she makes look like Kim Kardashian could order them for her baby shower. They are literally perfect, professional, perfect. She has an incredible gift. And I want to yell through Facebook, through the computer, and be like, girlfriends, that's your purpose. (laughs) Because I think sometimes we just don't see it. And that's why asking your family and friends, maybe they can help you see it more clearly. In the meantime, I want you to just start thinking about a few questions while you're in that long shower. First one, what makes you light up or come alive? Something that you do, that you love, okay? And then what's something that you really like, that you're passionate about? And on the flip side, ask yourself, what do you not like or what do you hate? Because I think it's important to think about that when you're considering what you want to do. Because there might be something that you like, but there's a part of it that you really don't like. It's probably not the best path for you. And then what would you do if money wasn't a factor? And then next, what do you do or talk about where you just lose time? So you're at a party and you're talking about something. For me, it's travel. I could talk till I'm blue in the face about travel and I never get sick of it. So what's something like that for you that you just lose track of time doing or talking about? And then also, which kind of goes back to the question of what to ask your family and friends, what are you just naturally good at? What comes easy for you? But if I can encourage you, okay, let me just go back and say, (laughs) when you're asking those questions to yourself, don't overthink them. Don't go, oh, but the kids or oh, but the money. Just let yourself free think it because you can always back it up with the realistic framework. But I think in order to let your mind really wander, you have to take away any boundaries. So if I can encourage you to do anything right now, it's just try something new, take a class, volunteer, get the book about the subject that you've been wanting to dive into, whatever it is. And I know when you try something new, it can be embarrassing because you're not good at it or you don't know what you're talking about. But I think if there's any blessing in midlife, it's that we care a heck of a lot less what other people think. And here's one of my favorite exercises that I'm going to share with you. And it's asking two questions. One, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then once you have that answer, saying then what? So for example, let's say your dream is to start a business. So what's the worst that could happen? Your business fails. Okay, then what? You start another business. You get a job, whatever it is. So you can ask those two questions. What's the worst that can happen? And then what? And the truth is usually when you do that exercise, the worst case scenario and the then what are never really all that bad. I know that your magnum opus, your life's work, is waiting for you. (laughs) Or at least your next magnum opus is, which is what I'm focusing on right now, the next magnum opus. So I want you to tell me what your friends say, what your family says that your purpose is. And I want to hear if you try something new. I consider you a friend and friends share these kind of things. So send me a message. I truly want to be part of this journey with you. And I just want to say I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that you're here today, and I'm grateful for this conversation. Thank you so much for being here. If you have time, I'd love if you could leave a review on the podcast. It will help more people find it, and the more women that come to this conversation, the fuller it will be. Have a great day, my friends. You got this. 